time of year, Raw and SmackDown go head to head. Let's play. Yeah, I just win, win, uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I get it on my grind and I never gave up. Uh, never been a time that we ain't running up. Yeah, keep for the fame, I just do it for the money. Yeah, the winner is. It's Raw versus SmackDown at WWE Survivor Series. You're listening to another episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast with your host, the Main Event Player, the Super C himself, the God Among Gods, the King Among Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth, and we begin the show right now. Super C himself, Herman Torres, coming back at you. The God among gods, the king among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. Are you ready for Survivor Series? The answer is, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and I got to tell you guys, um, it has been hectic. I mean, it is... <laughs> you know, it's easy to go ahead and talk about Survivor Series in case you guys had an opportunity... In case you guys had an opportunity to go ahead and uh, look into some of the stuff that I've been to in the past couple of days, uh, you know, you know for a plain fact that there was uh, a lot of stuff happening within the past couple of days. So obviously, obviously, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. We are going to talk about Survivor Series. We are going to talk about the matches that are going to take place and everything that's going to happen live this Sunday on pay-per-view and on the peak streaming on Peacock and everything. But Oh man, this 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 is bad. This is extreme. This is extremely bad here. I mean, how how in the world do you take the WWE seriously now? And most of you guys, if you're listening to this episode right now, this is being released on a Saturday. You know that I uh, I had mentioned I released an episode. Obviously, you probably have heard of, heard about the episode already, but just in case you haven't, I had done a recording of the episode for the full gear. So I had that set for Friday right? But then uh, probably I would say no later than maybe an hour, an hour and a half, all of a sudden the reports were coming in about the eight superstars that were released. And man, I mean, and that's all anybody could talk about at this point. I mean, they, the, nobody's really focused on what's going to happen to Survivor Series. More, more people are focused on 
what's about to take place with, um, you know, who's who's the next superstar that's going to be released from the WWE? And believe me, I mean, it it is insane. It is completely insane how all this has turned out. I mean, what do you do at this point? I mean, what do you do at this point right now? But obviously, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Survivor Series. We're going to talk about the matches that are going to take place. And by the way, I had a chance to watch SmackDown. Oh God! I mean, what? You know, Raw Raw didn't do shit, and SmackDown didn't do shit to to make us want to watch Survivor Series. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna try and compose myself and everything. And obviously, we got a lot we need to talk about on Survivor Series. But also, tonight's the night, everybody. Uh, Rich's Billiards presents. Emo Night over. It's going to take place live tonight over at Richard's Billiards. If you guys get an opportunity to check it out, go over to Richard's Billiards tonight and check out Emo Night. And get there as early as you can. If you heard the last episode, you know they're going to be giving away some free t-shirts and everything at your earliest convenience. And also there's going to be some stuff that I'm going to talk about in regards to um, Emo Night that's going to be happening tonight. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. So... Before we talk about Survivor Series, before we talk about some stuff, I wanted to go ahead and bring something up here. Uh, I was, I'm going to bring up, uh, it's been a while, and I thought I'd go ahead and try to lighten the mood up a little bit, just so we can get ourselves prepared for what we need to talk about right now. So, today I decided that we're going to get back into the music a little bit here, and I decided that we're going to go ahead and put a song out from a band called Exodus, an old school thrash band. Uh, that has an album out already. I haven't heard the entire album yet. Uh, the album is entitled uh, Perso- Persona Non Grata. I think that's what the album is entitled. But I think um, there's uh, there were a couple of songs that came out on, uh, on YouTube that I had a chance to listen to. One of them is the song I'm about to play in just a moment. Uh, it's a song called "The Year," um, "The Years of Death and Dying." It's an official video. Uh, it's actually like, um, actually, I don't think that's it. Uh, uh, well, actually, let me let me look into this real quick because there was, um, if it's the same song, because I heard something on here that got my attention a little bit here. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Ah, here it is. This is the one that got my attention right here. So there was a song that was released uh, just yesterday. It uh, actually wasn't released yesterday. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My my apologies. It was released. Um, I think it's going to be off the same album that I just talked about. It's a song called uh, Prescribed Horror from Exodus. And it sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty badass. I, I know it's up, on, uh, it's up on Spotify right now. And if you want to check it out on YouTube, go ahead and check it out. It's going to be on the Exodus channel. But just in case if you guys are interested, we're going to play that song right now. And then immediately after that, we're going to get right into everything that's going to go on at Survivor Series. So here's Exodus with the song entitled Prescribed Horror, the official video. You'll check it out on YouTube. Here's how it goes. <laughs>
unborn Dying in that fetal cage On the day of the nativity in 56 Comes a god forsaken The first of a hundred thousand Crushed by a drop they taken Condemned to a life unkind As they suffered in silence The hell of the middle mind All in the name of science A mother's ruin All for another's greed Prescribing horror And sorrow Prescribing horror, and um, I was reading through the lyrics of this and everything, and wow, it is a frightening, some very, very frightening stuff and everything else like that. Um, Exodus's album, uh, they've been doing uh, a making of the album on YouTube and everything. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but some of the songs on here, 
is uh, pretty cool to listen to and everything. I've been a huge fan of Exodus for a long, long time. Of course, they're a part of the thrash scene with, uh, with like, you know, Metallica, Megadeth, and uh, Slayer and Testament and all that other stuff and everything. Huge fan of Exodus. And most of you guys have probably already know, uh, you know that Kurt Hammond used to be a guitar player for Exodus before he was a member of Metallica. So you guys know about that. So if you want to get a chance to listen to that song and more from the uh, Persona Non Grata, that's the album, you can listen to it on Spotify. I believe it's available on YouTube as well. You may have to check that out as well. And uh, if you're a huge fan of Exodus, just check it out on Spotify, on YouTube, on YouTube Red, or wherever it is you find your favorite music. All right, guys. Uh... I tried to hold back on this a little bit, but I think we're going to get right into it, shall we? We're going to get right into it. Do you want us to get right into it? Let's get right into it. Uh, the whole thing, you know, Survivor Series. You know, you figured I would be interested in listening to, you know, uh, you you figured I would hype you up for Survivor Series, get you prepared for Survivor Series. You figured Monday Night Raw would have done something to get us all ready for Survivor Series, but they didn't do anything. Much like what even what happened last night on SmackDown, when, and I'll bring this up right here, where Roman Reigns was being called out by Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is in the middle of the ring while Roman Reigns is coming this way, and all of a sudden, Paul Heyman is calling out the Usos. The Usos were coming, but apparently they weren't. They were either taking their time or not coming at all. And then all of a sudden, you see the Usos being thrown around like, you know, like a couple of rag dolls. And all of a sudden, appears the WWE champion, uh, Big E, who is a part of Monday Night Raw. And then it's one of those mixed emotions where it has. None of this has anything to do with a Raw and SmackDown shit. You know, uh, you would figured you would see Team Raw take on Team SmackDown, Team SmackDown take on Raw. You would see Raw invade SmackDown. You would see SmackDown invade Raw. You know, you know that sort of concept. You know, so, something to get you hyped up and everything. There was no hype at all. Zero. Nothing. I mean, it... it you you almost felt sorry for this because it's like and let's call it like we see it what is the true point of even trying to you know what is the point of even trying to get hype for survivor series if all they're going to do is show us nothing but grief nothing but bs nothing but bullshit okay so Let's let's get started because uh, there's a lot of stuff that I was gonna go ahead and throw at you guys and everything about Survivor Series. Um, let's go into let's see what we got here. I think it's an updated bracket right now, so we're gonna start with uh, okay. And this was uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I'm wondering if they announced this or not, but I think there's something to this, and this is. This should be interesting. Check it out. Okay. I'm reading this on the Wikipedia, right? There's going to be The Rock 25th Anniversary Battle Royal. 25 men dual-branded battle, battle royal and everything. So 25, so that means we've got 
If it's 25, that means 13 Raw superstars and 12 SmackDown superstars. Uh, uh, yeah, 13 Raw superstars and 12 SmackDown superstars. So that that kind of makes sense. Um, and the reason for the Battle Royal, let's see. Uh, it's the 25th anniversary of the debut of one of the most electrifying men in all of sports entertainment, the People's Champion, The Rock, which I will bring that up in, in just a moment later on because i got a little clip I'm going to show you. Don't care who wins, and I'll be amazed if somebody actually wins this prestigious battle royal. This one's going to be the highlight of the night. Uh, Damian Priest, the United States Champion, representing Raw, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion, who's representing SmackDown. This is going to be the highlight of the match. Um, I uh, I love Damian Priest. I've uh, been a huge fan of him for a long, long time. Back in the days of the Punishment Martinez deal and everything. And uh, he's come to his own, you know, coming from NXT and then appearing on WWE Raw. is now their uni uh, United States champion, doing extremely well for himself. Going up against a man who was also someone that came from NXT, who was a former NXT champion, Intercontinental champion, United States champion. Uh, I don't think he was ever a tag team champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. This is going to be a highlight, highlight reel matchup here. Um, a lot of people are going to be checking this match out and everything. If I were to pick a winner in this match, I would actually... Uh, a lot of people are going to actually go with Damian Priest in this one, and I will go with that simply because, with all due respect to Nakamura, uh, I love Shinsuke Nakamura. He's a great Intercontinental Champion. Dig what he does. This is going to be kind of similar to like maybe uh, like Shinsuke against Seth Rollins from years ago uh, on one Survivor Series. So uh, I'm going to go with Damian Priest to beat uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in this champion versus champion match right here. It should be tremendous. Uh, this one, um, RK Bro, the Raw Tag Team Champions Randy Orton and and Riddle will defeat. The, uh, will face off against the team of the Usos. I said defeat. <laughs> will take on the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. This is a completely different different clash of styles here because while you've got the Usos who are considered by many one of the greatest tag teams of all time. In WWE, you got Randy Orton, and let's call it like we see it. Randy Orton and Riddle are a great team together, but they're they're starting to show some a bit of a dissension, and it's only going to be a matter of time before something blows up between Randy Orton and Riddle. But they are the tag team champions, and they are representing Raw. So in this matchup, I'm going to be surprised if RK Bro wins the match. But I think the real winners of this match will be the Usos. Uh, simply simply because it's not because they're SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They have more experience. They have been in big, big matches for Tag Team Gold, whether it was Raw or whether it was SmackDown. They're considered by many one of the greatest tag teams of all time. With all due respect to The Shield and with all due respect to The New Day and to any tag team around, the Usos are definitely one of the greatest tag teams going today. And, I w and, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I would pick The Usos over The Young Bucks any fucking day. Okay? Just like that. So, 
Uh, as much as I'd love for RK Bro to win, the main event is going to go with the Usos. I think the Usos have uh, have more experience in tag team wrestling. They know how it goes. They've been a part of Survivor Series, series before. They've won a Survivor Series match, as a matter of fact. So this is, uh, this is nothing new to the Usos right here. The next matchup here, uh, Big E versus Roman Reigns. WWE Champion versus Universal Champion with Paul Heyman by his side. Um, obviously, in this match, a lot of people are going to be favoring Roman Reigns to win the match over Big E. Simple as that. But there's so many things that I've heard about how the finish of this match is going to conclude. It's going to conclude with either a some sort of ridiculous finish... And I heard about the ridiculous finish because the thing that I've been hearing is they're going to try and make this a dramatic finish. They don't know. Uh, obviously, Roman would possibly win because uh, the last thing you want to see is Roman Reigns lose at Survivor Series. I mean, that could possibly happen. But the thing is, and, I, and I'll say this because I can, I don't see a problem with Big E winning over Roman Reigns. And let me explain why. Big E, who has been the WWE Champion for quite a while, uh, he's not exactly the best champion in the industry right now. I mean, it, it, you know, Big E is in the same level right now with Kofi Kingston, okay? He's not in the level of a Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or Triple H or Bret Hart or any of those guys. With all due respect to Big E, he's a great champion. Dig what he does and everything. But he is nowhere near the level of Roman Reigns. Because Roman Reigns, you can actually put him up there with Bret Hart, with Austin, with The Rock and everything. I mean, he's pretty much up there. He's unstoppable. I mean, no one no one has been able to beat Roman Reigns with the exception of Xavier Woods, but that was that's just a different story. In this match, who am I going to go for? It, one of the things I'll tell you is it won't be a surprise if Roman wins. It won't be a surprise at all. But what I think should happen, if this comes up, I think... A win over Roman Reigns with Big E should work. Now, a couple of factors you need to look at. Number one, Big E could beat Roman Reigns. It could happen. Number two, the Usos could get involved. No doubt, the Usos could definitely get involved. And number three, here's the most important part. Brock Lesnar. We know Brock Lesnar is suspended, indefinite. It wouldn't surprise me if Roman Reigns gets distracted by Brock Lesnar. It wouldn't surprise me if Brock Lesnar shows up and he, he he may interfere in the match. He may not interfere in the match. I'm not sure. But if that happens and Big E gets the win over Roman Reigns, it will be, I mean, that's going to probably be the dramatic finish that everyone's looking for. You know? That's what I think will happen. It's the dramatic finish, as everyone's been pointing out. That could happen at Survivor Series. So, should be extremely interesting. So, who do I who do I want to win this match? Like I said before, it would be way too obvious if Roman Reigns win. I think it would be good if uh, Roman Reigns were to lose to Big E. So, my prediction, I am going to actually go... I'm going to actually go... With um, I'm gonna go with Biggie. I I think something will go down with Biggie. I don't I I don't know what to expect and everything, but.
but I do know that um, it, it should be it should be extremely interesting to see how all this turns out because I don't know exactly. You know, you know, they've talked about this dramatic finish. I don't know exactly what this dramatic finish is about, but whatever happens, you know, happens. But we'll see what goes down at Survivor Series. So the main event will definitely, the main event will definitely go with Big E. As much as I'd like to see, like I said, Big E is the only person I can see that can beat Roman. But the the thing that I've talked about before is. I, Roman cannot be uh, I'm sorry not Roman um, Big E cannot be taken seriously right now as WWE champion true he does deserve to be the champion but the thing is Big E has a lot to prove a lot to prove as champion and the biggest question on a lot of people's minds is will he be like Kofi Kingston and be left far behind or will he be the champion that everyone is hoping he would become because let's face it, Big E, great athlete, big man, holds on to a prestigious championship. Don't know what he can do, but we'll see what happens. So the main event is going to go with Big E to win at Survivor Series by by a dramatic finish. By either Usos getting involved or Brock Lesnar getting involved. Either way possible, something's going to go down to Survivor Series. Roman Reigns winning is not going to be a big surprise. Big E will be the big surprise, and it will be because of Brock Lesnar or the Usos. We'll see what happens to Survivor Series happening this Sunday on pay-per-view. I'm going to leave this, uh, the next matchup I see here, I'm going to leave this matchup alone. It's the SmackDown Women's Champion versus the Raw Women's Champion. We'll talk about them in a moment. The, we'll talk about the men's Survivor Series. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. On the men's side... On the Raw, you got Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and now new recruit who would replace Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory, to take on the SmackDown team of, and this was already announced already, Team SmackDown consists of Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and now replacing Sami Zayn is Sheamus, who won a recent four-way to determine who would be the man to replace Sami Zayn. Okay. This Survivor Series, I'll call it like I see it. It sucks. I'm sorry, but this completely fucking blows. Here's why. Team Raw, and I'll call like I see it. Seth Rollins, good. Finn Balor, good. Kevin Owens, good. Bobby Lashley, good. Austin Theory, are you fucking kidding me? Let's go with that. Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, good. Jeff Hardy, good. Xavier Woods, had my doubts, but I'll say good. Happy Corbin, why? And... Sheamus, I'll go with that. Good. What what is the point of these teams being formed if there's nothing if they're doing absolutely nothing for Survivor Series? Now, I'll I'll call this in this one. Team SmackDown is going to win. I see it coming. 
because you got an inexperienced idiot like Austin Theory, who, with all due respect, Austin Theory is a tremendous talent. He's a great heel. I like what he is. He's ha- He's got potential, but does not deserve to be in the Raw team. If you would have had Rey Mysterio, it would have been more exciting. It would have made sense. But Adam Pearce apparently decided to replace Rey Mysterio with, with Austin Theory. Adam Pearce, the official of WWE, the supposed general manager, if you will, decided to go ahead and replace Rey Mysterio because he got his ass beat at the hands of Bobby Lashley this past Monday night on Raw and chooses to replace him with Austin Theory. I don't get it. But anyways, Team SmackDown's going to win this. I see it coming. It's just, it's bullshit. It's complete fucking bullshit. Now, the next the next one, let's talk about the women's one. This one, I'll be very surprised if the women's is more exciting than the men's, but I highly doubt it. Now, on Team Raw, you got Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina Vega taking on... Team SmackDown, which consists of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalya, and now replacing Aaliyah, none other than Tony Storm. Now, let's look at this, if you will. For Team Raw, for the women's side, Bianca Belair, good. Rhea Ripley, good. Liv Morgan, absolutely. Carmella, why? Zelina Vega, are you kidding me? You know how I feel about that. Now, Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, good. Shayna Baszler, good. Shotzi, good. Tony Storm, good. Natalia, halfway. Halfway. Once again, just like Team Raw and Team SmackDown on the men's side, Team SmackDown and Team Raw on the women's side, there's nothing to get excited about. And you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? On the men's side, you had one that had to replace a team member. And then you had SmackDown who had to replace a team member. And on the women's side, I'm surprised that Team Raw is a full unit. No one's been replaced yet, but we'll wait till Sunday see what the fuck happens. Team SmackDown has only had Aaliyah replaced with Tony Storm, which I think is a better call. It's an extremely better call. But it's one of these things where it's like, what the fuck is the point? What is the point of all this? I mean, there's nothing to get excited about in this Survivor Series, in this Women's Survivor Series. I mean, do you root for SmackDown? Do you root for Raw? You, you're going to most likely root for the superstar that you want to see in the ring. Now, on the men's side, I, I said that SmackDown's going to win. On the, raw, on, the, on the women's side, I'm going to go with Raw, simply because of one important factor, and that's that no one has been replaced on that team. But it wouldn't surprise me if somebody tries to interfere in the match and fuck this up and let SmackDown win. 
but it doesn't matter. It, it it really, really doesn't matter because there's no point in talking about it. Okay, we got all this out of the way. Now we got one more match to talk about. And I decided to go ahead and play this little clip for you and hopefully you get an opportunity to listen to it right here, right now. It's the it's possibly and I'm hoping that this is the main event for the ma- main event for Survivor Series because this is going to be a real interesting build up. Becky Lynch, the SmackDown Women's Champion, or the Raw Women's Champion, I'm sorry, going one on one against Sasha Banks. I'm sorry, going one on one against Charlotte Flair. I'm confused right now who is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, before I give you my prediction and my thoughts, let's listen to the (laughs) build-up. The build-up. Let's listen to the build-up taking place between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. This dates back a long, long time ago. Sometimes I thought we made amends, but maybe we hadn't. If that's the way it is, then, then we're just going to go out there and have a fight. What have I taken away from Becky Lynch? She can use me to tell whatever narrative, to be the hero, to be this, to be cheered, to be like, to pander. I don't pander. I am who I am. I'm Charlotte Flair. We used to be best friends. I don't like who she's become if she doesn't like who I've become when I win this one. It proves that I'm as great as I say I am. And when I face her at Survivor Series, they're going to know that Charlotte Flair is the best damn female wrestler in the world. When I say Charlotte Flair, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Bitch. champion, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Once best friends, now bitter enemies. The world can talk about how great Charlotte Flair is. She's lost a step. She's lost a step because she's too in her head. I'm not difficult, I'm opinionated, and I'm competitive, and I want to be the best day in, day out. As their careers began in NXT, the two superstars developed a bond outside the ring. She's a big wrestling fan, and I'm a big wrestling fan, and we just love this business. And the business changed them. A rivalry was born. This could be the greatest athlete we've ever had as a WWE Women's Champion. This is the greatest era of women's wrestling history. The bright lights, the big stage, a familiar opponent. Now it's come down to this. Becky and Charlotte, right hands, exchange, center of the ring. Shoulders down! Becky Lynch takes it all! The Raw and SmackDown Women's titles! 
she couldn't take it when my stock rose. She thought birthright, she deserves to be the star. Every opponent that I ever face plays off of that. That I'm entitled, that I'm selfish, that I'm a flair. Sure, go ahead, if you need a villain, I'll be the bad guy. There's always gotta be a bad guy in someone's story. Now each woman is the champion of their brand, and with it, a target on each of their backs. To be able to go away and not wrestle for 16 months and look at how everybody's doing and wonder if I can still keep up and then come back and, and elevate my game even higher. Still got that chip on my shoulder, I still have that determination. But once you're the champion, everyone wants PC, everyone's your competition. You have to constantly be ready and, and, and I have been ready and I'm a multitasking son of a gun so uh, bring them all on. She is preparing for Survivor Series in two weeks, representing Monday Night Raw, big time Bex. When I was facing Becky on her rise, I was very uncomfortable in my skin. I let that eat me alive instead of going, wait, why are you trying to be something you're not? Becky, who the hell are you? natural about you from your catchphrases to your orange hair to god knows what else you know what you are you're just a fabricated champion indianapolis is getting on their feet charlotte flair out here acting like she don't know who the hell i am i'm the person whose success has made you the most miserable human being i have ever met this sunday i'm gonna be the person who beats the ever-living piss out of you on November 21st, Survivor Series in Brooklyn, New York will once again see champion against champion go head-to-head. -head. And the women's division's greatest rivalry is rekindled. I know how to make magic in a way that she doesn't, and I'm proving it. You have not seen me have one bad match since I've been back. Not one. No matter how many times this company or anybody else wants to say she's better than me, I know I'm better than her. I know I am. I don't know what she's so mad about. I really don't. Regardless of whatever people want to think, every woman in that locker room knows when they face me, I want to steal the show. No matter who I'm facing, when I walk onto that stage, you know it's a big deal. Okay, so before the main event goes ahead and gives you um, his take on what's about to take place in this matchup because this is an extremely important match to check out. Uh, let me go ahead and give a big shout out over to Richard's Billiards right now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about you know this, this match between Becky Lynch and um, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Flair in just a moment because it is extremely important to talk about. So, Saturday night is tonight. It's the night. Um, let me look into something real quick here. Saturday night's the night right now. Uh, emo night is here. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, it's Saturday. I'm, I keep thinking, I'm wondering, what the fuck am I saying here? Uh, it's emo night. It's the night. And I know there's a lot of people that are very, very curious about what's about to happen next and everything. So, um, uh, let me, okay. <laughs> I was about to, uh, present something real quick, but let me, I was I was trying to look into some stuff here real quick. Uh, okay, here we go. 
Okay, so tonight's the night over at Emo Night. November 20th is here. And uh, as you guys know, Emo Night is going to take place over at Richard's Billiards. So there is uh, there is one thing that I want to talk about before Emo Night. Um, um, big shout out, not just to Richard's Billiards, but big shout out to a good friend of ours, uh, someone that... Um, I decided I wanted to mention him on this one because he's got a show that's coming up on Saturday night, December 18th, and it's kind of a, an extremely important date, not just because of the fact that it's Stone Cold Steve Austin's birthday on December 18th. Uh, it's also the the, the night when, um, uh, when my father had passed away, which I know I'm going to be thinking about that, and no doubt I'll probably come over to this show. The uh, there's a show happening at Richard's Billiards on the on the uh, 18th, Saturday night. It's called, uh, and if I'm pronouncing this correctly, Krampus Krampus Night, I think. Um, a horror-inspired rap music experience happening over at Richard's Billiards, and and this all takes place with our good friend Shy One himself, Mondo is going to be a part of the festivities and everything, so it should be tremendous here. It's going to be... Uh, I, I think... Well, he was called Shy 1, but now he's called uh, Shy 361. I think that's what he's called now. I, I still call him Shy 1. I don't care what anyone says. But anyways, uh, Shy 361, along with Robzilla, and I'm trying to look at the names here correctly, uh, Loud Mofo? Mofa? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh Dark Street Sir Tones uh Swisher Coffin. I think they performed over here as a matter of fact at Rich's Billiards on on uh, Nightmare on Weber Street. Mr. Fuentes Outspoken uh M D Steezy, I think. Yeah, M O or M D M I might be pronouncing that wrong and everything. But anyways, there's going to be a show that's going to be happening live Dece uh, December 18th, Saturday night at Rich's Billiards called Grampus Night. Uh, featuring our good friend Mondo, uh, Shy1361, if you will, is going to be performing over there. Should be a tremendous night and everything. Uh, let me see if I'm reading this correctly. Corpus Christi, December 16th at Rich's Billiards. Uh, been over a year. Let me see. Um... I think I'm reading this correctly here because I'm looking at this on Mondo's page and I just wanted to get that shout out out of the way here real quick. Let's see here. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Corpus Christi, December 16th at Richard's Billiards. Uh, been over a decade since I uh, last played at a hometown show. This will be, and if I'm reading this correctly, this will be uh, my last for a good handful of months, so let's make a big one. Uh, Pre-sale tickets should be in sometime next week. Plenty of promo to come. Uh, you never, you never know. Let's see here, because <laughs> trying to read this here. You never know. There may or may not be some surprises. Mark your calendar and the calendar the date is december 18th saturday night stone cold steve austin's birthday and the one year anniversary when my father passed away um 
I may get a chance to stop by over there and everything. So big shout out to Mondo. Big shout out to Shy uh, Shy Three Six One. The uh, event is entitled uh, What is it called? I'm sorry, I'm trying to read this correctly here again. Uh, Krampus Night. I think that's what take place. That's gonna take place over at Richard's Billiards live Saturday night, um, December eighteenth. Get an opportunity to check out that show while you can. Now, also, Emo Night is tonight, guys. So, uh, let's look into it. Emo Night is happening live tonight over at Rich's Billiards. Uh, let me see if I can um, pull up the poster here and everything else like that. Oh, and as a matter of fact, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way, too, because uh, it says here, just in time for the holidays, uh, they're going to be giving away uh, some T-shirts a bit early that day. Um, tonight, I'm sorry. So, uh, get an opportunity to check out. Uh, I'm checking out some of the stuff here. Uh, Emo Night, uh, Cheers and Tears, 10% discount code Corpus. And uh, I think it's uh, Emo Night Corpus Christi t shirts. Uh, there's a couple of long sleeve shirts there. Um, I think they got some hoodies for sale as well. So, it should be interesting. Check it out at www.cheersfortears.com. CheersXTears.com. So check it out and everything. Uh, Emo Night is tonight, guys. I've been a part of about, what, three or four different um, Emo Nights that have taken place over at Richard's Billiards. And once again, they're going to be doing Emo Night over tonight at Richard's Billiards. Saturday night, as always, the event starts about 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. Get a chance to get there as early as you can and see what's about to take place at Rich's Billiards tonight. Emo Night, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. Uh, big shout out to Rich's Billiards. Big shout out to, uh, let's see, to Ryan Alvarado, who is the uh, the guy that's setting up everything for Emo Night and everything. I have already posted a bunch of stuff Um on my Instagram stories about the event and everything. So get an opportunity to get there as early as you can, guys. Get there real early. So that way, I think you'll be able to get a couple of free t-shirts. I don't know how many they're going to give away. But get a chance to go over there. Show starts at 9 p.m. Ends at 2 a.m. 18 and up are welcome with proper ID. Um, masks are optional. And um, make sure you show your you know proper ID and everything else like that. I don't know if Adon's going to be uh, at the door or not, but no doubt he'll probably be there for either to be the door guy or just to be there for the event because I know he likes Emo Night just like I do. Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. It should be an epic night happening Saturday night over at Rich's Billiards. It should be one epic night. Together, we're just going to be synonymous with each other's careers. She'll go down as my greatest rival. This is the culmination of our entire careers. Two women that want to be on top. It truly is who is the better woman. Once upon a time, best friend. Yeah, Becky's not here while I am dominating the entire women's division. Not her. Decorated female in the history of sports entertainment. 13 time women's champion. You can't beat this opportunity. Premier athleticism. Next.
next-level superstar. No one is going to change that. I'll tell you about greatness. Greatness is being undefeated in singles competition for almost three years. He has earned the name Big Time Bex. Greatness is going off and having a baby and coming back and winning the title in record time. When the lights are brightest, Becky Lynch is at her absolute best. I stand in a whole league of my own. Both women's champions have been drafted opposite brands. So Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair will attempt to put aside their issues and exchange their titles. Charlotte Flair, we've gone back and forth a lot. To say that these two don't have it out for each other would be a lot. Becky Lynch. Clearly we have some unfinished business. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, champion versus champion. My Survivor Series opponent has gone from being the Irish last kicker to the man, to Becky Two Belts, to big time Bex. Becky, who the hell are you? I'm the person who used to be your best friend. I'm also the person who realized that a friendship with Charlotte Flair comes with conditions, that you be the star and I be the person in the background. I'm the person that said to hell with your friendship and slapped you so hard across the face, it sent me into a different stratosphere. WWE. The Survivor Series? Bex, you're gonna have a new nickname. Becky? Uh, uh. I'm the person you're gonna go face to face with at Survivor Series. Charlotte beat me! Uh, uh. This is not about brand supremacy to me. Charlotte's far superior! Uh, uh. And Charlotte Flair, if you still don't remember who I am, Charlotte's gonna beat me! I'm gonna be the person who beats the ever-living piss out of you! Uh-oh. So, before the main event goes ahead and gives you what my prediction is, I'm going to go ahead and roll out the usual credits right here because I'm gonna go ahead, I'll give you my answer in a moment. So... We're not going to conclude this episode just yet, but I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way right now because I usually say this at the end, but I want to leave my answer at the end of the show. So, you can follow the main event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player. Uh, still working on trying to get the main event talk Facebook page up and running. I will give you some details on that as soon as possible. And as always, if you want a friend request me, proceed at your own risk. Of course, tonight is Emo Night. Head over to Richard's Billiards and check out Emo Night. The main event may or may not be there tonight. We'll see how it all goes. So, thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time in another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Okay, now I'm going to leave the line behind for just a moment and talk about this matchup here. Becky Lynch... Versus Charlotte Flair. Um, why did I choose to end this one with um, with this? 
Well, it's quite simple, guys. Um, out of all the matches that I've seen in Survivor Series, every match that you see now, like I said, nobody, nobody, you know, this doesn't get you hyped up for Survivor Series. None of the matches do. Maybe Roman Reigns versus Big E. Maybe Shinsuke Nakamura against Damian Priest. Maybe those are the only matches that get people talking. But Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch is definitely the talk of the wrestling world. Now, to all these and to all the respected journalists and news outlets that believe in whatever they want to believe, I think that this match with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair is going to be a resemblance of a couple of things. True, this is the greatest rival of all time. And two, true, these two have met up against each other many, many times before. They have faced off against each other for both respective titles. Charlotte has beaten Becky on numerous occasions, and Becky has beaten Charlotte on numerous occasions. This is probably one of the greatest women's rivalry matches in the history of WWE, in the history of pro wrestling, if you can call it that. Now, I like Becky Lynch. I think she's a tremendous champion. She has an ego the size of Texas, no pun intended. Basically, Becky Lynch has become, uh, and you know, judging by the way she's dressed and she's being called big time facts, Becky Lynch is basically WWE's version of Conor McGregor. I kind of see it that way. And Charlotte Flair, truly one of the greatest women's champions of all time, uh, truly someone that definitely deserves respect and has earned the right to become champion in every way possible. Now, regardless of the state of mind that we're all in at this point, everyone, I mean, everyone knows about the whole backstage stuff that happened between Becky and Charlotte Flair. The whole thing that happened with the belt exchange and the fact that Sonya Deville wanted to kill you know, Charlotte. But the funny thing is, the funny thing is how I'm looking at this is I'm looking at Charlotte Flair and I'm looking at her somewhat being cheered by the audience. Now, Becky Lynch has her audience too. I'll admit that. But the thing is with Charlotte is she is who she is. I mean, she is real and everything. And I know some people are going to say, well, what are you talking about? I mean, Charlotte is as phony as they come. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, she's a flair. She has, she has some of her father's greatness. And she also, she has, you know, she is who she is. She's the queen. She's beaten some of the best. Some of the things that Becky Lynch will never do that Charlotte has done. She's won over maybe what? 12, they just said it, 12, 13 championships under her belt, right? She's defeated, you know, several legends, including Trish Stratus. Now, Becky Lynch cannot say that. But Becky Lynch can say that she beat Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. She can say that. Charlotte cannot. Now... This feud is somewhat like a Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. 
How this is going to end is going to be extremely interesting. Forget all the matches that you know about. Forget about the Survivor Series teams. Forget about the champion versus champion matches on everything. The women's division in WWE sometimes is a joke, sometimes it's not. But when you have names like Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bayley, Bianca Belair, and others in that particular nature, these are women that are going to dominate the WWE no matter what. But the two biggest names you know now is Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. These are the two that are going to run the show. These are the two that have dominated the WWE. Now the question remains, who is going to lose? It doesn't matter about who wins. Who is going to lose? Montreal, Montreal Survivor Series, 1997. Bret Hart did not want to lay down for Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels did not want to lay down for Bret Hart. And what happened? Somebody got screwed. Vince McMahon quote the phrase, Bret didn't screw, I didn't screw Bret Hart. Bret Hart screwed Bret Hart. What's going to happen at Survivor Series in this match? Are we going to see Becky Lynch win or are we going to see Charlotte Flair win? A lot of people say Becky Lynch is going to win the match. A lot of people say Charlotte Flair is going to win the match. You want to know my take? My take is Charlotte Flair is going to win. No, no, let me correct that. Becky Lynch is going to win. And it'll be by a certain screw job. I see it happening. We know about the real backstage heat with Charlotte Flair. We know that nobody gives a shit about her. Nobody wants to get along with her. Nobody wants to care about her. The end of Survivor Series, it may end with Charlotte Flair winning another match over somebody else, but it could end with Becky Lynch winning at Survivor Series. Could it happen? You'll just have to find out. Check it out live. Survivor Series. This Sunday. On pay-per-view. On the Peacock Network. And everything else. Why? Because I can. And I want to. Any questions. Enough said. Survivor Series may not be worth a shit. But this match will be.